I wrote a short story. It is titled A Roar for Help, The Life of a Captive Tiger. It details the journey of a captive tiger from its birth to its death. It also depicts the feelings and the fate of the tiger's mother as well. I hope you enjoy it and learn from it as well. So without further ado, here it is. A Roar for Help, The Life of a Captive Tiger. Birth. At first, there was darkness. All I had ever known was my mother. I had been with her for 3.5 months while I developed, but it felt like a lifetime. Then I was born. Life was still in complete darkness. My eyes couldn't open yet. I could sense my mother nearby and my siblings too. But something wasn't right. There was a lot of noise. Not from my own species, but from something else. I couldn't understand any of it but could feel something cold pressing against my body. I was being dragged away from my mother. My body scraped along the muddy ground, and soon after I was grabbed and squeezed hard by something until I fit through a small hole. I cried out for my mother but it was too late. I was placed in a box with my siblings. They cried out too. We could no longer sense our mother. We were so scared. I was being carried away from where I should have been for the next two and a half years. There was no way of knowing what the rest of my life would be like, or even how long it would be. I didn't want to be a mother. But I wasn't given a choice. Not this time, or any of the other times before. I was forced to by the humans that have imprisoned me for my whole life. They forced me to produce more and more cubs. Given the choice, I never would have brought any more cubs into this horrible place. But the choice was made for me and it was impossible to resist. Then, every time, they ripped them away from me. And this time will be no different. When they saw me preparing to give birth, they drugged me slightly so I couldn't stop them from taking my babies away. I laid in my den, which was nothing more than a wooden box. The hay below me was the only thing separating me from the muddy, urine-soaked ground. As each of my children were born, they were taken away before I even got to see them. The awful humans used big metal poles with a curve on the end to drag them out of my den and through the mud. My cubs were squeezed out of a tiny opening in the weak fence that separated me from my wardens. They were thrown into a cardboard box and carried away. I would never get to see them again. I could hear their cries, I could feel them getting farther and farther away from me, but was powerless to stop it. I tried to stand and attempt to fight back, but the sedative these monsters had given me was too strong. I was broken physically and mentally. What did I do to deserve this? Separation and awakening. My life is still in complete darkness. I haven't been outside in days. I live in a tiny plastic playpen in a building that smells really bad. There is no air conditioning. The air is stagnant and stinks of pee and poop from me and my siblings. Humans bottle feed us, but not very well. All we get is cow's milk, which is very bad for us. The people who feed us barely know how, so we end up getting milk in our lungs. A few of my siblings have died from it. The only other time we leave this pen is when other strange people handle us. The room they bring us into is so loud. Then we are passed from person to person. We all hate it so much. I just want to sleep. But I can't fight back. We are all powerless. Six weeks old. It's been six weeks since I was ripped away from my mother. My eyes are now open and I'm starting to learn something about what has been happening to me since I was born. When I get passed around, the people holding me stay very still. A very bright light flashes and then they leave. Anytime I try to fight it, the people who run this place blow in my face or smack my nose. Those are things my mother would have done to tell me what I did was wrong, but how could I be? I am just trying to get away. I'm a wild animal and don't want to be held. The bright lights hurt my eyes. All I want to do is sleep. But even when I'm not with strangers, those people who claim to love me hit me really hard. They wrap a leash really tight around my neck. It hurts so bad that it makes it hard to walk. 
Then when I don't, they hit me hard on my butt and sometimes even my mouth with sticks and whips. One of my teeth was knocked out from it and now my mouth hurts really bad. Why do I get treated so badly? No longer useful. I'm away from the flashing lights now. I'm in a tiny cage with a cement floor. My paws ache so bad from it. My vision isn't as good as it used to be. They locked me in here after I accidentally bit and clawed someone. They gripped me so hard that it hurt and I reacted with aggression. So they carried me away and beat me with a metal rod. I tried to block it with my paws and now it feels like a few of my toes are broken. To make things worse, they also removed both of my canines and my claws, causing my pain to be excruciating. Now I barely see anyone at all. I get meat once in a while, but it is very small in size, so I'm starving. I'm becoming so weak and my body is thinning. All I can do is pace back and forth now on my tiny broken paws. Where is my mother? Where are my siblings? What about mom? I refuse to breed anymore. I can't. My internal organs are aching from being pregnant so many times. I'm too weak to do it anymore. My pain has caused eating to become nearly impossible. I just lay in my den on my side all day. I can't even lay on my stomach because of the pain and discomfort. But today is different. The only person here who seems to care about me came by a short while ago. She seemed sad. And now I know why. There is a man here who I often see any time one of my neighbors disappears. I've been in this place my entire life and in this cage for most of that time. I understand some of how humans speak now. This guy carries a gun. And any time he is around, he points it at one of my friends and there is a loud bang that haunts my dreams. Then they get dragged away and I never see them again. They are killed, and a smell of burning flesh fills the air later in the day as the body is burned to destroy the evidence they ever existed at all. For me, that horrible day has come. I can't do what they want anymore, so they are going to get rid of me like a piece of trash. The man walked up to my prison cell. He says something to me as the tractor used to pull the bodies arrives. While what happens to me now will be a relief from the abuse I have long endured, I can't help but think that I've never gotten the chance to be happy in my life. And as I stare down the barrel of the gun, I start to cry. It isn't long before I hear a momentary bang and everything goes black. My soul leaves my body and for the first time in my existence, I'm free. And as I cross the rainbow bridge, I finally get to meet my children who didn't outlive me. But we no longer think about the bad people and what they did to us. All we know now is happiness and peace. Sold. I am now 20 weeks old. I haven't seen my family since I was 13 weeks old. I'm starting to understand a bit of what those who hold me prisoner say and do. Recently a man came by and said he would buy me, whatever that means. Now today that man is back with a tiny cage he and another person can carry around. I was given some meat this morning, which is weird because I was also fed the day before and we are never fed two days in a row. Since I ate, I haven't quite felt right. I'm kinda sleepy. When someone came in with that tiny cage, I hardly even felt the urge to hide. All I could do was stay practically motionless while they lifted me up and shoved me in. It was so cramped, but there was no way to escape it. I was taken off of the property and my cage was lifted up into the bed of a pickup truck. A big tarp was used to cover me. In the darkness that enveloped this tiny space when it was covered, I drifted off to sleep. After waking up a short time later, I was in something called an apartment. There were some very weird things in it. Some big comfy things that were very nice to lay on. All kinds of crazy smells. It was all now my territory. So what did I do? I marked it by spraying urine all over the place. It all belongs to me. But when the man who bought me saw and smelled what I had done, he was very angry. He beat me. I don't understand why. I was just doing what we do naturally. He beats me daily now.
Everything I do makes him mad. I don't know how long this new arrangement will last if this continues. My body can't take this abuse. It is already in bad condition for my time at my old home as it is. Sold again. Well, I've moved again. I have become too much for the latest mean man to handle. I am now nine months old. I briefly escaped from our apartment and ran around our building. So now I'm in a new place. It reminds me a lot of where I was born. The same kind of small cage I was accustomed to. The floor of this one is tiny rocks that hurt my already painful paws. That is, when I'm not locked into the wooden shack attached to the back of it. That has a concrete floor that hurts my whole body. I share my cage with another tiger who is a bit older, so we are each locked in here for 24 hours at a time while one of us gets to have access to the rest of the cage. Then we switch. We don't get to interact or even see each other, but I can smell her every time I am let out. We are both fed boneless chicken breasts. They are slimy and smell worse than anything I've ever experienced. On occasion, we get deer meat, which is usually rotten too with crushed bones. I am miserable here. Won't someone please help me? Breeding. I am 12 years old now. I've been in this awful place since the man in the apartment sold me to the owner here. I have come to learn this is called a pseudo-sanctuary from some ladies that came to visit. They said it as they were near my cage, and they both looked very upset. But they hid their emotions anytime people came around. They told me that they promised to get us all out of here. As soon as I matured, the owner of this place forced me to breed with the tigress I shared my cage with. If I didn't I was beaten and neglected even more. And I've had to do it many times since, sometimes with her but often with other tigers and even a lioness. I never wanted to do it and bring more cats into this horrible place, but I had no choice. If I didn't, I feared he would kill me. Rescue. I have never been under this much stress. Today, there are tons of people here. There are police officers and lots of vehicles. They have been coming in and removing animals from the cages here. They load them into rolling cages I have never seen before and then put them in vehicles. I have no idea what is going on, but it happened to me too. With this stress has come some relief though. My cage is full of soft hay, which feels great on my aching joints and paws. The people who got me out gave me food that tasted better than anything I have ever had in my life. It was fresh beef and a chicken leg. Now we are driving somewhere. I feel nervous about where we are going given my past homes, but this feels different. I don't feel scared of these people. They all radiate love and kindness, something I have never gotten to experience. Not even from my own mother. I just hope my feelings are right. Sanctuary. We have arrived. As my cage was wheeled out of the vehicle that brought me here, I could feel the warmth of the new climate wash over me. The air was fresh, fresher than any I had ever breathed before. Everywhere I looked I could see trees and plants and flowers. There were people around, all smiling, some with happy tears in their eyes. I could see people with cameras, something I had hardly ever seen at the pseudo-sanctuary. My cage was taken over to the side of a wire structure. It was hooked up to it and then the door opened so I could shift from one cage to the other. I was nervous to leave at first, but it appeared safe. Stepping one foot down, I could feel something I had never felt before. It was grass. Beautiful soft grass. Oh my goodness it felt amazing. The sensation was shocking at first and I lifted my paw away from the foreign substance, but it quickly turned into a positive feeling. I stepped all the way out. The door to the cage was closed behind me, leaving me startled at first. But then, I laid down and began to roll in the grass. Never before had I felt anything so great. Now everyone was crying happy tears as they watched me roll and then get up to explore. My cage was huge. The water bowls were clean and the water inside was cooler than any I had ever dipped my tongue into. 
The meat I was fed was something I had only ever dreamed of before. All of my keepers were the nicest people in the world. And I really like the lady who owns the place. She is so kind and without her, I wouldn't be here. No more beatings, or breeding, or being passed around. I am now truly happy. I am truly home. I've been rescued by a sanctuary. The end of my story. I've reached the age of 23. In cat years, that's well over 100. My body is starting to fail me. I've been on medications for a few years now, but they just aren't helping anymore. My joints ache from arthritis caused by my time spent on concrete and walking on my heels from being declawed. I've had numerous root canals and the veterinarians did work to repair the damage done by removing my canines improperly. Unfortunately, my age has caught up with me. But that's okay because since my rescue I have been the happiest tiger in the world. I've been cared for better than I ever have before. And I'm content that my time is coming to an end. I'm now laying by the side of my cage. My keepers have gathered outside on the path that I love to sit and watch from my platform. My favorite keeper is sitting right by me with the vet, who just gave me some meds to make me go to sleep. Only this time I won't wake up. My keepers were all crying and saying their goodbyes. I'll miss them. They gave me the only place I have ever been able to call home. But one day I'll see them again when they too cross from one life into the next. As I slowly fade from earth and make my way over the rainbow bridge, I see my mother and my siblings waiting for me. They are all happy. I'm now void of any pain and can run free, without any cage to contain me. I'm finally able to live how I was supposed to, wild. And as for my keepers, for now, I'll be watching over them. If they see a butterfly hanging around, that's me saying hello and assuring them they will never be forgotten, and I know they won't forget me either. Dash. This is the heartbreaking reality for thousands of captive bred tigers all over the United States and even the world, but most are not lucky enough to make it to a sanctuary, or to even survive to adulthood. This doesn't even come close to what farmed tigers go through in China, but that is a whole different story that is even worse. But you can help put an end to this abuse and ensure no more tigers end up like this. Go to BigCatAct.com and make the call of the wild now. Ask your representatives and senators to co-sponsor the Big Cat Public Safety Act, or thank them if they already have. Together, we can put an end to the abuse and exploitation of big cats. Note, this story is not based on a real tiger. It is basically a compilation of many of the various stories I have heard over the past five years and cats I have been able to fall in love with. The sanctuary at the end however, is based on my friends at Big Cat Rescue. They are an amazing sanctuary that takes amazing care of every cat they rescue. And they are the biggest supporters of the Big Cat Public Safety Act and have been instrumental in the fight to get it passed. This story can be accessed anytime via the menu at the top of my site in this posting.